0: Staying in Contact, I'm London Mitchell. Saving your way to retirement will never work. That's the message from this week's guest, Steve Davis. He is the founder of the Real Estate Education Center, Total Wealth Academy. He talks to us about passive investment. Start now. Does not matter how old you are. Because, he says, you don't have to scrimp and save
1: For those golden years and miss out on life and for the promise of these golden years well the golden years never come the other thing people don't like to admit is getting old sucks you know it's much better to make love to your wife under the eiffel tower in your 30s and 40s than it is in your 60s and 70s but we're all told to put off put it off scrimp and save and when you retire then you get to go to France, then you take the cruises, then you go to Greece. And it's just a bunch of BS.
0: You said only five percent of us will be able to retire successfully.
1: Yeah. If you look at the you I got I originally got it from Kiyosaki in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. And it's it's really, I'm really summarizing it, but it's like. And even Tony Robbins says it by age 65, most people are dead or dead broke. If you look at the statistics, you know, the average 65 year old has 170 grand in the bank. They're not retiring. They got to keep working. You can't retire on 170 grand. And women are living 18.5 years in retirement. You got to have 18.5 years worth of bills and as a male in a heterosexual relationship you're responsible for that you know probably shouldn't be that way but yeah it's tough your idea about uh,
0: getting a second stream of income are you saying that uh this is what's called passive investing or or how do you define yes. that
1: Yeah, I picked it up about 27 years ago when Warren Buffett said, never rely on a sole source of income, invest to create a second. And I was like, I ignored it for a couple of years, but it stuck in the back of my mind. Um, Then I got a pay cut and that opened my eyes. I was like, holy crap. I only have one source of income and they just took 20 grand of it. I'm screwed. I was already living paycheck to paycheck. So when they cut my pay by 20 grand, I was now negative 20 grand a year. And that woke me up to that second stream of income. And when people build it, it just changes everything. You know, if you can imagine, if your bills are five grand a month, that's garbage, gas, electric, everything. And you have $10,000 a month in second stream of income. When do you have to go back to work? You don't. So you can retire at any time. But again, I don't agree with retirement. Um, What it does is it allow, it allows my members to quit jobs they hate and go take a job they love. They may make less money, but they're happy. You know, teachers are, it's a sad case. You know who the most miserable employees are? Are doggone teachers. They hate it. I haven't signed up one teacher that loves their job. Not one. They all want out. They're not paid enough. They don't have control. And a lot of these teachers Once they have a second stream of income, guess where they stay? The job they supposedly hated. But now they're doing it because of the original reason, which was to help and serve children instead of for the money.
0: But there's always that
1: pension to consider. I haven't seen anybody with a pension high enough to lead a quality lifestyle in retirement and they're so rare you know i think it was it 74 that they changed the rules created the ira i think it was 74 and the government says hey we're not going to have pensions anymore or very many of them and you're responsible for your financial position now they give us the ira and the 401k which don't save you taxes unless you fail financially And they go, oh, and by the way, we're not gonna put any classes in high school or college on how to build wealth. So they said, you're now responsible. You have to go build your own wealth. Oh, and by the way, we're not gonna teach you. And on the IRA and 401k, if you retire with low income, I'll be in front of 300 people, I'll go, I can prove you all have low expectations. And they all laugh. And I go, how many of you have money in an IRA or 401k? And they raise their hands. I go, you have low expectations. You expect to retire with low income. Now, how many of you have the goal of retiring with low income? No hands go up, nobody. Then why is your money in an IRA or 401k? Because the only way they save you money is if you retire with low income. If you save up a million, if you make a hundred grand a year and you're in the 23% tax bracket, you save up a million dollars, retire and take a hundred grand out that year. Guess what tax bracket you're in? 23% saved you no taxes whatsoever. And you lost control of that money for 15, 20, 30 years. In the audience, you see certain people that get it and they get depressed. And then I have to explain to them, don't worry about it. You can self-direct your 401 or self-direct your IRA into more effective investments.
0: Explain how that would work. What, what would be a more effective investment?
1: Well, the stock market over the last 75 years averages 7.5%. So that's with the up and down market. Um, that's why I tell my students, I go, you know, everybody was panicking when the stock market was coming down. And I'm like, why are you panicking? It happened 18 times in the last 100 years. 18 times the stock market has crashed in the last 100. Why are you shocked at this? You're gonna get 7.5% even with the crash, even with the ups. You're gonna get 7.5, but not anything more. The internal rate of return on the average real estate deal is in excess of 20%. So we're making about three times as much as people in the stock market so what they do what my students are doing i have them all london move their ira into a 401 trust because the ira gets hit with ubit tax and the 401 trust does not so they roll over their ira into a self-directed 401 trust and then when one of my sponsors buys an apartment complex they may say I'll take a hundred grand out of well it's still in the 401 trust I'll take a hundred grand and I'll give it to this sponsor he buys the apartment complex he does all the work the sponsor does everything and then the cash flow goes but you know the drawback the cash flow goes back to the 401 trust when they sell that goes back to the 401 trust." but it's still in that tax deferred environment.
0: So what do you tell the people who have been working with their pension? They uh they have on the side some tax deferred uh accounts but they're very near retirement age. Is it too late for them?
1: No. Um one of my favorite students uh he is 77 I think he started passively investing around 68 uh William now has I think he's invested in like 7 or 8,000 apartment units. Don't know what his positive cash flow is, but I do know his internal rate of return. I think in during the recession he was up in the 20 up, up in the mid 20s. Then as the market changed, you know, he went down to about 16. So he's probably still, yeah, he's probably still averaging close to 20%.
0: But what if you don't make enough money to save enough money to invest in in real estate?
1: Yeah. What if you are living paycheck to paycheck? That's the big problem. Um, most people let lifestyle creep. You know, when they were in their 20s, making 30 grand a year, they live paycheck to paycheck. Now it's 20 years later, they're making hundred grand a year and they're living paycheck to paycheck. What happened? That they lifestyle creeped every time they got a raise, they bought a bigger house, a nicer car, nicer clothes, more jewelry. So it's, it's not that I don't have sympathy for them. It's that they brought that on because I did it. I'm making fun of myself. When I was making 30 grand a year, spent every dime of it. Then I got a better job. This was back in 87 where I was making 70 grand a year. I was still living paycheck to paycheck. So where would that 40 grand go? In lifestyle creep. Um, I had to have the latest car, bigger house, all, all the stupidity. And so what people like that do is they have to start with single family and they have to be active investors. Uh, Brian Cowan, who's speaking actually at my office tomorrow night, I think he's got about eight houses. He picked up about $240,000 worth of equity when he purchased them. Um, so he's got about eight times four, 16, 30, he's got about $3,200 a month cash flow, and picked up that $240,000 equity that's how you got to start. You know, then now Brian is going to sell those. Take his 240 which should be a little more than that now. And then he'll passively invest that 240.
0: If I understand correctly, investing or setting aside some money even if you're working paycheck to paycheck, that investment uh or or set aside uh, becomes almost like a utility payment, a must-do, or your
1: mortgage payment, or putting That's gas well in the car. That's well put, because I always had trouble saving, as you, as I described, and the reason I like real estate is because it forced me to save. So, when I buy a little house. I make cash flow, equity capture, appreciation, and principal paydown. Well, the only part I can spend is the cash flow. The appreciation, the equity capture, and the principal paydown are like a forced savings program. You can't spend it. And it just grows.
0: Steve Davis is the CEO and founder of Total Wealth Academy. You can find out more at his website, TotalWealthAcademy.com. I found our chat with Steve interesting, and there's a lot more, and we'll share it next week. Staying in contact, I'm London Mitchell.